Hello and welcome to the Let's Talk Autism podcast. I am Michelle Davey and this is my co-host. It is I, Christelle. Hello, Christelle. Right, Mish. <laughs> We've had some super exciting news and I've been spamming everybody with it. Spam, <laughs> spam, really spam. <laughs> yeah, she really has. <laughs> like a dog with a bone. Because, Christelle, <laughs> we have been what? nominated. What? For Actually, you know what's what's really annoying, right? We've been nominated, made a long list, made a short list, and we've made the finals (laughs) without even knowing about it. Christelle, can you imagine if it was in the just if we'd read the emails in the nomination category and I'd noon then? How mad would I have been driving you? I would have gone Dulali by now. (laughs) So me and Christelle on the Let's Talk Autism and Additional Needs podcast have been nominated for an award for the best use of media at the BAPS. Award. Ooh. Could be funny, the but no, when I say oh no, when I say BAPS award, when I say BAPS, I always think of boobies. So I'm Do you know like, what it stands for? It stands for bloody amazing parents. <laughs> I thought it was blogging and podcasting. <laughs> no, I read it. It said bloody amazing parents awards. They don't know me then, no joke. <laughs> Let's do a poll. Let's do a poll and do, which one is it, guys? <laughs> blogging and blogging and parenting or bloody amazing blogging parents. And, blogging and parent world. Bloody Amazing Parent Award or the Boobies Award? Or Blogging and Podcast Awards. I said that one first. Please keep up. Please keep up, Christelle. You said, you said Blogging and Parents Award. Oh, did I? All right. Well, there's yeah. enough one then. There's enough one into the mix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is, is special. And we know it's special because there's a lot of hype about it. We are really, really excited to be part of this. We've got to go yeah. up to, to Leicester. Leicester? Yeah. Never been to Leicester. I don't know what Leicester. accent that was. I don't, I don't even know what accent Leicestershire is, Christelle. I, I don't know much outside of London, but, you know, we're, that's where we're going. Yep. We've got our tickets. Yep. Please, please go and vote for us. The link's in our bio and you can find all of the information about the awards there. Um, and we need all the votes we can get, basically. <laughs> you can vote up to three times, by the way. So three votes each. Thank you very much. Three times for, per IP address, though, Christelle. So not you just sitting there for three hours straight just vibing us. Do you know what I'm most excited about? Staying in a hotel and having a night away from the kids. Is that what you're that'd, excited about? That'd be so lovely, wouldn't it? Yeah, can't wait. We will be living the dream. Free course meal, cocktails, drinks on arrival. Me and Christelle. Wait. And do you know what, Christelle? Do you know what I'm super excited about with this, right? That we're actually going to meet quite a lot of some of the guests that have been on here. So, a boyless ordinary. Yeah. Remember, oh, a boyless ordinary, them come yes. on. They're yes. going to be there. Our oh. autism travels, Charlotte from oh, our lovely. autism travels, are going to be there. There's loads. There's loads of people that we've had on our reunion. podcast. It's going to be amazing. I just yeah. wish that everyone else, you can, everyone, general public can buy tickets. So I'm really hoping. No, I think you can't buy um, tickets anymore. All the tickets are run out. Mm-hmm. I believe so. I That's just our families. Very... Our families bought out all the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. But no, we're really excited. And what's more, I'm super excited because we have got a celebrity on oh, yes. the podcast today. A Vogue, yeah. Was yes, a Vogue model. Vogue. That's song in it. <laughs> With any actions, you can't see us. Let's just get her on before we embarrass ourselves even more. Come on in, Lauren. Hello and welcome to the Let's Talk Autism and Additional Needs podcast. I'm Michelle Davy, and this is my co-host. Hi everyone, it's Christelle. 
Christelle, super excited because we've got a guest. We're back. We've got yes. a guest. She's a celebrity, I think, isn't she? She is a celeb. She yes. definitely is a celeb. We are only talking about Lauren Hilaire. Hello, Lauren. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us today, Lauren. And we are super, super excited to have you on. And the reason Christelle and I are saying that you're a celebrity is because you have graced the covers of Vogue, haven't you? I have, yeah. I feel like I need to do the dance. (laughs) Let's do it. (laughs) So tell us, tell us about your journey. Tell us about you because we are so excited to hear. Well, um, I started modelling for a year ago and I had many, I had my first advert for women's product and I went to a studio and I had to do a shoot where it was um, basically to model for women's products. I did Vogue Portugal, which was my favourite one, which I was on the cover of. And I did a bit for Adobe and I did um, another ad for Sure, deodorant, and I featured in a dancing advert doing some Zumba and... Um, and that's about it. That sounds so amazing. Like, I had a look at your Instagram. I can't believe you've only been doing it for a year. Uh, and also, and, that, and, that's about, and that's about it. That was like about <laughs> yeah. 10 top commercials you just listed there. A little bit modest there, Lauren, I think. <laughs> so did you always want to model since you were younger or did it just happen? Um, it just happened. My mum applied on my behalf and I thought, oh, I'll give it a go. So why not? So, Lauren, what makes you different to most of the models that we see grace our magazines well I am unique and I I have a disability um I have down syndrome but I am proud of it and the way I am so it's never stopped me from doing anything my parents always say right from wrong and they're very supportive of me so you seem to do it all you seem to do it all I saw you do the zumba (laughs) you do the modeling (laughs) and um you have a group you do drama Right? I do, yeah. Yeah, you have a drama group. And can you tell us about, I think it's called DSA? Oh, yeah, the Down Syndrome Association. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I do a group every Thursday called Our Voice. It's for people with Down Syndrome to get their opinions out and to let them be heard. I come on into the group and I give my opinion on other different questions about um, different topics and so on and we just chat really amongst ourselves and have a bit of fun play games and all that oh Lauren that sounds great so with um, our voice that you're telling us about with that so I take it there's other adults with down syndrome and you guys all get together and speak and raise awareness we do yeah we do quite a lot of awareness and how has that impacted your life because I suppose at one point I mean, is this something you set up or is it something you used to attend sort of as a child? Like, how does it work? Well, since I started the group, I got to know the group first. So you did start the group? Not me, no. Someone that runs the group. Yeah. I knew the person before because I went to the meters in Tennington and then I attended them sessions on the Sundays. And then I thought I'll give it a go to be on the Our Voice group as well. So to let my opinion be heard. So. And how important was this group to you in terms of your personal growth, your confidence and just being with people that are like you? It's very important to me 
because we just talk about lack of things like life and ambition and our everyday struggles mm. but um we just continue to like chat and have fun and do you feel like you can relate to them more yeah I can relate to them more yeah because we've all got that syndrome and we can all have our own opinion so you know what I love is the fact that you're not letting anything slow you down you're not letting anything stop you from doing what you're doing and I think some people have a misconception of people who have disabilities they can't do certain things but you seem to do also I think that will be a great like confidence boost to other people who have additional needs yeah do you feel like you've inspired other people in the group Lauren I have yeah I've inspired quite a lot of people in the group because I'm one of the oldest people in the group and I'm but I'm 24 so I feel that we do have like varied needs but we can feel we can achieve a lot so when you say varied needs so with Down syndrome is there is there sort of varied needs in because we don't we actually haven't spoke about Down syndrome on the podcast yet is there levels of different needs and things like that um there is yeah when you were growing up Lauren did how is your attitudes and and the way you think now and your, you know, inspirations and all the things that you want to achieve, how have they changed from, say, maybe, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago when you was only 14? Oh, well, um, I feel like I'm more confident in myself. I'm more independent because in life I've achieved a lot from college mm-hmm. to school and to work as well. So it gave me a good job as well. And I became independent with it all. And I uh, felt like I could go by myself to places and stuff, you know. It's just I can get myself to places. Some people, yeah. can, some people can. But with me, I have support of my family mm-hmm. and my friends. But I can get there myself as well. I have a question, but it's more for one of your parents. Because I speak to a lot of parents whose children have special needs. Yeah you know and some with Down syndrome and I think Down syndrome is one of the ones that we kind of I think since we we're younger is the one that we've kind of heard about the most but we know the least about so I think a lot of parents would like to know well, you know once your child has been diagnosed with Down syndrome how did they cope with it and how did they move forward with it do you think they'd mind answering the yeah, question? I don't mind they don't, they don't mind yeah my dad's hit my dad is here, so come on, Julian. <laughs> Roped in, Julian. Sorry, sorry, Julian. Very unexpected. I'm dying with me, so anyway. And my question was, guys, we speak to a lot of parents whose children have been diagnosed with Down syndrome. And I said, even though it's, I think, one of the disabilities that we've known about for the longest since we're younger, it's one that we know the least about. So a lot of parents would like to know. When you're in a position where your child has been diagnosed with Down syndrome, for you personally, how did you take that and how did you move forward? Because your daughter seems to be so confident and, you know, she's achieving everything. How did you get her to this point? Yeah. I think, um, first and foremost, when we we, we didn't know Lauren was going to be born with Downs. So we literally found out maybe about two hours after she was born. There was a little hint in one of the scans where the the person doing the scan made a comment about the shape of her head, strangely enough, which, you know, didn't mean a lot at the time and they didn't press it. And I think back then, that was about 1997, time 96, there wasn't um, the sort of scanning opportunity to have now 3D scans and whatever. So I think 
that we sort of just carried on. We thought nothing of it. So when she was born, one of the midwives kind of went, I think there's a problem here. And as a parent, that's the worst thing you, you want to hear when you've got your first child. And, you, you know, um, she took a while to do her first cry. And I mean, it was probably a, a few seconds, but it seemed like a lifetime. And then they, they basically took her away from us, which was, again, quite harrowing for, for my wife and for, for me especially when I just tried the gas in air and my, I was feeling a bit weak at that stage. But then she sort of hinted to us before the paediatrician came back that I think your daughter might have Downs. And at that time, we kind of thought, well, what's Downs? What? And I knew what Down syndrome was. I just thought I had this picture of my in my mind of a child or an adult that wouldn't be able to do the stuff that you would think that you would want to do with your child, go to the park, run around, um, have that a star student, um, the, all, the, all the stuff that you have the flowers and roses view when you want a child. A couple of hours later, we, we spent the time in the hospital. We actually got to stay in the hospital to, to get the get to used to the idea. We did a bit of reading up and uh, we're quite positive. We were quite positive people in those, those days anyway, and we, we remained so. And um, so, you know, we sort of just really in the end after a couple of days in hospital literally the hospital was five minutes drive from our home so we didn't really need to stay in hospital but it did help our families Margaret's mum her mum like Lauren's grand and her granddad at the time was so great so positive and we just wanted to get home with our child so we had a couple of doctors come and see us and say oh you do know she will have delayed speech and she might not walk um, for a while and she might have problems with her ear and she might have a hole in her heart and we were like well what's the good news then sort of thing she'll be a loving child and we thought we, we had that picture of down to people that they're always great and they always want to hug you and hold your hand and I just said listen I just want to go home with my child now I, I, I we put on our hats and said we just want to get on with the hard work so from the minute we got home we wanted to have fun with our first child, but we also wanted to make sure we did the best we could do in terms of um, pushing her, um, stretching the boundaries. Um, think I was li- listening to all the stuff about walking, and I thought, well, I looked into walking. I thought a lot of stuff was around stomach, bottom of the lower stomach, not being strong enough. So literally from the age of three months, Lauren was doing stomach exercises, very gentle knee rolls. We got her into speech therapy um, after you know, six, seven months, we went to a local adult mums and toddlers group with, with, for other children with disabilities. And as Lauren grew, we noticed that we were very, we were very blessed um, by God. We're religious people. And that did help, especially with ourselves, you know, and, and I did have doubts about how and why these, this happened to us. And literally, you know, we, 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 just looked, we just thought, well, there's no one to blame. And when you know the chances of having a child with a disability or a, a problem, you realise it could happen to anyone. So basically, we've had that positive attitude through school, through, through life. And whenever Lauren's done something great, she got super praised. If she did something, she was a bit naughty at school, she'd be told off the way, just like any other child would. So we've kept her feet on the ground. The same with the modelling and all the, all the other stuff that she's been fortunate to do. Um, and we just try and direct her and be positive and try not to look ahead. We've always said we don't look too far into the future, but we prepare ourselves. We make ourselves strong. So we've got this mantra about if we can't uh, get over a hurdle, we'll go round it or we'll go under it. Yeah. If we can't break through it, we'll, we'll find a way, but we'll get to the other side. So yeah. that's, you know... 
our, our, our view on it. And it's uh, we're very fortunate, as I say, because Lauren, um, as she's developed, whether it be by some of the stuff we've done or medical help, a lot of the um, difficulties that other people with Downs have, Lauren uh, hasn't shown those sort of difficulties. So she's been very healthy, which is she's very fortunate in, in that respect. And I think Lauren realises that. So when she does meet other adults or children with Downs, she's very caring, she's very nurturing, uh, almost to the point where people ask us, is she Downs? And we say, yeah, she's Downs, you know? And um, there are spectrums, like autism, there's spectrums and okay. degrees. So yeah, that's... That's so amazing. I, really, I just really wanted to speak to one of you, the parents, because I've had a lot of parents ask me. They want to hear from the parents' point of view as well. And I just think that will really help a lot of people Been years along the way when you wonder what's going to happen why and then yeah. you kind of think to yourself well what's the worst thing in life you know I remember mm. both, my mum and dad were in the West Indies when we we had Lauren and my dad again who's super super he was you know he's passed away now god bless him but he he said listen boy just go home and look after your child and uh, I remember phoning my sister and my sister screamed from shock and she's obviously a bit younger so she's obviously had that picture of a Downs person or a disabled or a handicapped person as, that people would have used those words years ago. So the two, ex, the two extremes are really interesting. My dad was very sort of positive. Go home, <laughs> love your child like anybody should love their child. Be the best mum and dad you should be. And that's what every parent does. And my sister's kind of like, wow, this is, a, this is an awful shock. And that's a normal reaction, but we decided that we wanted to be positive. We've always tried to be positive. We don't treat Lauren any different to our other daughter. We understand there's certain things she finds more difficult, and that's life, but we are very blessed. And, um, and, and also, I have to say, I wouldn't change her for the world now because <laughs> she brings a joy to us and, and, and fun, and we've learned so much about Downs and met so many yeah. different um, with Downs and through the, through the association, so... I'll get out of your way now. No, you guys, you you, you guys are a very blessed family. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, really Thank are. You. Lauren, so lovely speaking to your dad there as well. Oh, Julian. And <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just wonderful. It's just, just wonderful, positive energy, isn't it, Chris? And, it is. And and Lauren, what are your ambitions? What are your ambitions for the future? Where do you want to where do you see yourself going with the modeling and and your fame? <laughs> well I like to obviously be a full-time model but to take on acting as well because I like my soaps and stuff I like to go into acting as well as working in a office as well because I do like varied sort of jobs like that because I recently got a, another job in London Bridge which is quite fun and I I enjoy it every day, literally. So what's that doing, Lauren? Basically, they are in recruitment, but it's in an office in London Bridge. And um, I do a lot of admin tasks and I make sure all of the office are well caffeinated, like with coffee. <laughs> and <laughs> I do a lot That's of the most important thing, definitely. <laughs> true, yeah. And a lot of tasks that include like computer work and spreadsheets and yeah. Well, it sounds really, really amazing. You're doing really well. And if ever you need anyone, you know, when you're traveling, if you need yeah. anyone to um, carry your bags, you know, 
Uh-huh. Give you give you a drink. Uh-huh. Me and Michelle are well up for it. I'm telling you, oh, we no. love traveling. <laughs> <That's> my job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm number three in line. Mum is the and I'm kind of way way back. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. we are here. The support is here. Okay. <laughs> but Lauren, it's been um, incredible speaking to you. I'm so yeah. glad we got to speak to you, and you are an inspiration. And I really hope we get to see more from you in the future. Yeah. And where do we find you? Where do we find you on Instagram? What's your social? What's, um, what do they call them, Chris? Your handle. See, we're out of the game, Chris. It's only been a couple of weeks. <laughs> my Muslim page is actually called Lauren Hilaire Zebedee. And my followers are going up now, which is um, quite good. So, yeah, hopefully. Uh, definitely go and follow Lauren over there. Thank you so much, Lauren. You've been absolutely amazing. I've actually really enjoyed it. Thank you for being so uh, kind. You yeah. sounded shocked there. You actually enjoyed it. Of course she's going to enjoy it. Thanks so much, Lauren. Bye. Bye. I tell you what, Christelle, I think that was one of the most moving, inspirational chats with a guest that we've had on this show. Yeah, I think Lauren was so amazing the way she just carries herself and her family support as well. Her family is just amazing. Like we really enjoyed talking to, to them. Or we, we got to say hello to all of them <laughs> in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> and then we asked for mum or dad. Um, and so her dad came on and spoke to us as well. And it was just so, it was just so lovely just to sit there and listen to their story. Such yeah. a lovely family. I know. I feel like we need a TV show with a sofa. And then me yeah. and you can ask these questions and then the people could sit yeah. on the other sofa and we could just mm. all sit there having a cup of tea and having a good chat. I agree. Pitch it, pitch it, go on. I can picture it. I can picture it being on like a mainstream TV channel. Me and you as a presenter. I can see it. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> Move aside, Phil and Holly. But yeah, so... Uh... <laughs> Do we want to be your friends? <laughs> we want to be your friends, but we also want your jobs. It was lovely. Absolutely fantastic. And I'm so glad that we finally had a guest that, you know, we've finally come on and spoke about Down syndrome because we do get asked so many times, can we do an episode um, talking to a Down syndrome guest? So, you know, Lauren just blew us away there. She really did. And she is just an inspiration to others. Um, Please, please go and check out her Instagram account. Yeah. And she's been on Vogue. Did we say she's been on Vogue? I know. Like, oh my God, it's a big on Vogue, Christelle. Like, let's let's talk to her about that so we can um you know maybe get a link in get a link yeah. in yeah but chris as well as checking out lauren's instagram account you have to go and vote for us i'm afraid you just listen to it so that kind of is your we don't charge <laughs> we don't you know there's no fee for listening to our podcast you don't have to pay for downloads here the only thing you have to do now is go onto our instagram account at let's talk autism podcast you need to go into the link in our bio click and you need to vote for us three times please do it, do it, do i'm, it, do I'm it. sounding bossy because i'm a t-shirt again if you don't know but oh, really really oh my god christelle is like absolutely like invading my house to teach your voice my husband keeps saying to me i'm not one of your students because i just keep telling everyone <laughs> off take your shirt in yeah <laughs> it's bossy boots <laughs> bossy boots to the extreme so yeah i mean i am sending bossy saying going to vote for us but we would really appreciate all of the votes. oh please vote for us people please pretty 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 pretty, pretty, pretty. do it now and then Christelle was singing again because we love Christelle singing. 
Oh, well, that's all for this week. We'll be back next week and we're going to be talking about ableism with neurodivergent Ooh. Lou. Yep. Ew. Big hot topic um, and one that we need to be talking about. Hot topic. Okay. Yep. Christelle, that is us for another week. Back next week, talk about ableism. You can follow Christelle at ChrissyBaby10. You can follow me at the Cockney Blood Girl. And you can follow us as a joint united front at the Let's Talk Autism podcast. Bye. 